Good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to you, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of October 27th, very soon Halloween. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. My favorite time of the year. I love Halloween. Oh, baby. I, I, I don't like scary things. I'm a big weenie when it comes to that, so... <laughs> And I'm the opposite. I love everything scary. This has been my favorite month. So what's what's funny is so I I hate horror movies with a passion because I'm just a big weenie about these things. But I love the series Halloween, and I needed to ask, what did you think of the new movie? Don't don't give me any spoilers because I need to watch it in a brightly lit room and everything. <laughs> Um, I loved it. So I saw it at the drive-in. We have like two drive-ins, not close to me, like an hour away. I drove to see it, but I love, I loved it. I thought it was very well done and I would watch it again. I, I thought it was great, especially if you love the original, it's fantastic. And I feel like it's better than all the crappy sequels that have come to, you know, so, and that's all I'll say about it because I don't want to ruin anything. Uh, uh, but I definitely recommend watching it. I think you'll really enjoy it. And you'll also really enjoy it if you've seen all the sequels. Because you might, even though it's ignoring everything, you know, from... I would probably even say two and on. It's ignoring all that. Yeah, it is, it is. But, you know, but you might catch some interesting things that re might remind you of the sequels. So just keep a lookout. So I have a question. Do they talk about yes. the Silver Shamrock Mass Corporation <laughs> from three? Oh, you so you actually see something in there. So keep your eye out for the kids in costumes. Oh, really? If they play, yes. oh my goodness. Okay, I'm kind of really excited. I really love Halloween. That's like my favorite favorite ho horror series. I hate horror movies with a passion. Six can go shove it. By the way, I oh, hate. Oh, I know. I. I, I rewatched it again. So bad. I love Paul Rudd, but I hated that movie. Did, which version did you watch? The producer's cut or the theatrical? Theatrical. I only have the theatrical, unfortunately. The producer's cut is actually a little better. It actually is a different ending. Oh, really? Hmm. Yes, they change a lot of stuff in it. So, in my opinion, I think the producer's cut is better, but. I, I mean, it's every, it's, you know, everyone has their opinions on it, but I still don't like six. It's probably one of the worst ones, although four has the worst mask. Oh, yeah. No, four and I think Resurrection had the the worst mask. Also, H2O's mask was crappy, too. Yeah. I don't know how many times <laughs> they changed the masks in the series, but yeah, I love yeah. Resurrection it, it, for one reason. Because <laughs> it has I, I my, my favorite line in the entire series. I already know what it. I bet I know what it is because it's probably my favorite too. Is it Busta Rhymes? <laughs> yeah, it's the trick or treat one. <laughs> I, knew I knew it. Oh man, I love that one. That's like the best part of that whole movie. <laughs> I mean, that movie is just so throwaway because it undoes like entire journey throughout H two O, and in like yeah. ten minutes, but. I know. Believe me. I mean, H two O builds up that character so well, and then you get into Resurrection, and you're pissed as hell. Yeah. So I do like H two O though for nostalgia reasons. I got to see it in theaters as a kid because I asked my dad, "Hey, can we go see this?" Oh yeah, sure. Just don't tell your mom. 
So I got to see a lot of horror movies when I was a kid. All I did was ask my dad. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm immune. I, I've been watching them since I was like a year old, so nothing really bothers me. <laughs> but I love the Halloween movies, and I recently rewatched four, five, and six for another podcast I, I do um, occasionally. And man, I forgot how much six pissed me off. Yeah, four, four is my favorite. And honestly, four and one are my favorites. Four is a lot of fun. A lot of people give it shit. But I do love Daniel Harris. Five made me mad because I was not a fan of Tina. And, you know, and the characters in four, they build up some of those characters so well. And then you get to five and, they're, you know, oh, unclimactic yeah. deaths. And was... you're like, really? I was so mad about the sister. <laughs> uh, yeah, they build her up, and then they just cut like that. And you're like, she she survived four. She she did she can't die that easily. <laughs> yeah. So. So, yeah, but I, I will say you'll. I think you'll really enjoy the new Halloween movie. Um, I really really liked it. My only gripe was I wish if Danielle Harris was in it, uh, yeah. but. I understand why she wasn't because they wanted to distance themselves from the other sequels. There's, there's one thing that I kind of want to know. Do they even have, do they have the clown mask from four? Uh, like that's like one of like the two or three things mm -hmm. that I'm going to specifically look for if they're going to mm -hmm. hint at, because I heard that they were hinting at the other movies in some way. So I was like, yes. Oh. So I'll go. They try do hinted at other movies. I don't, you know, that's one I don't remember. I remember the hint at three. There's a hint at H two O. Okay. Um, <laughs> there there are a lot of hints throughout the other movies, which is what I really like because it did a good job of paying homage to the sequels with ignoring at the same time ignoring them completely. Yeah. I will say that, and that's one of the reasons I think I enjoyed it, especially if you're a big fan of Halloween. You know, you really catch a lot of the little things, and yeah. that's one. You know what? Now I want to rewatch it again because I didn't think of that. Because I, I, I figured the big thing of four was Jamie's Jamie's clown mask, mm -hmm, right? Cause Cause that was definitely paying ending. homage to one when Michael was wearing that and killed his sister. Yeah. So. Pretty much so. So yeah, I mean, but I think it's I, I think you'll enjoy it, especially if you're a big fan of the movies. So yeah, but yeah. This isn't a horror podcast. This is a music podcast. But it, sorry, guys, I, I got distracted. I love horror movies. That's my other favorite thing. So <laughs> no, I kind of started that mostly because I really wanted to hear your take for Halloween because um, I haven't got the the courage to go see it on the usual time that I go see movies, which is at night. So probably right after this, I'll go watch it and then maybe go do Potosaurus, which is the other podcast I do. But yeah. Um, Besides that, how have you been? What have you been listening to, Luna? I've been good. Been another crazy busy week. So I've been listening to a lot of random stuff again. So I was listening to a Juju album in the car last night. Her Open Your Heart album, which is really, really good. I love Juju. And I've been trying to get all her older albums. And I picked this one up not too long ago. It's more of a mini album. It's really, really good. She does some English covers on there, and she also has Japanese covers on there. But they are fantastic. And that wonderful jazz with her beautiful voice. Really, really good album. I've also been listening to, so this is a throwback. Hopefully you know this one, Ken. Yamamoto Sayaka mm. of Dream. 
Yes. Of Dream. And I, I love her. And she is one of my favorite members of Dream. I mean, I loved them all. But she released solo stuff back in the day. I want to say 0506. Yeah. And I picked up two of her solo mini albums. One was Senko Hanabi, which is really, really good because you can hear her, like the instruments used in that album, like the Koto. It is gorgeous. And I mean, I don't know how many people listen to her. I, I don't think she does anything anymore. But I love it. It is a beautiful mini album. And the other one I picked up was Suzuki. Sukushino Kotozute, which is another mini album she released. It's also very, very good. And the songs are absolutely beautiful on there. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to those this week. So some throwback. And also Ayuchi Arena. And she, yeah, I haven't listened to her in a while. So I started picking up all her stuff again. And I had a couple of her albums. So I was listening to Playgirl. And I was listening to Power of Words. And I was listening to Be Happy. So I was pretty much going through some of her discography again. Yeah, a lot of throwback. Kind of lis- I've been going back to my 2000s J-pop. My early 2000s. <laughs> and also some Ayumi Hamasaki again. I picked up, I have her A collection, or A best single collection, which is like a three disc set. I started from disc one and on. And uh, I'm just like, oh my god. I love her. I love all these songs. She's so amazing. Now I want to go through her whole discography again. Yep, a lot of a lot of older stuff, but some goodies. So, what have you been listening to, Ken? Um, I've been listening to a, a couple of random things. Uh, I've been picking up the whole indie corner stuff again, mostly because of our articles that we were doing, and for future articles, I got some bands already lined up and artists already lined up that I want to do. And then I came across some some groups that just went major that um unfortunately we can't really talk about on indie corner just because of the vein of what it is but there are some groups there's a group called hand sign which is a, a all-male I, I guess boy group they're really good i s- suffice that you guys look them up it's called hand sign and the song that they did was really really good it, it it was like a movie they had a movie music video integrated with the song and i loved it every minute of that song was so good besides that just a couple other things i did get uchida maya's new single we'll talk more about that later in a bit also my cd for R came in from Rosalia, which is their latest single, um, because my friend from Japan actually came back, and I was given all this um, Bang Dream stuff, so I was like really super excited about that. Um, that one had the collector's edition Blu-ray set with it, with a live DVD or Blu-ray on it, so I'm super excited to listen to that. Besides that, nothing too much, a little bit more the same, but yeah, let's get into some of the news here. And first and foremost is a news that actually happened right after we finished recording. <laughs> it was Yunezu Kenshi's new single, Flamingo. He dropped the new music video for that. And that was amazing. What did you think about that? Lou? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was... I, I loved the video because it was very Halloween-themed and Michael, Jackson, Michael Jackson-esque. And the song was also really, really good. 
Um, it's like perfect release as it's coming out on Halloween, so it's perfect for that. I am looking forward to see how this does, and I think it'll do very, very well. It, it's you know, it's like perfect for the season. It's a great song. Yeah. If you guys are able to watch the music video, which you can, just look it up. It's called Flamingo. It is super, super, super Michael Jackson inspired, thriller inspired. He even has that red jacket on, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked it. It's it's on YouTube right now. It's awesome. But yeah, it's gonna drop on October thirty first and probably will take number one for that week. Let's uh let's place a little wager there, Luna. How do you how much copies do you think it's gonna sell? Mm. Hmm. Um. One fifty. I'm 150. gonna go at one fifty. I'm gonna go a tad lower and say one thirty. I'll pencil that in for now. And we'll see uh, how this goes. So one thirty for me and one fifty for you. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's gonna sell one fifty, but I'm I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a bit. But. I mean, who knows? It might be up against some. It's up against a lot of. There's a lot of other stuff coming out that week. LOL's newest album is all, also coming out, so it does have some competition. Yeah, some competition, I, and I'm pretty sure uh, Gray there would be yelling at us right now, saying, "What are you talking about? Of course, it's gonna sell." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, besides that, moving on to some other news here. Pop and Party announces their first new album. I am super excited about this. <laughs> This is their first album, and I'm quite surprised because Rosalia actually released their first album much sooner than I thought they would have compared to Pop and Party. And then I'm looking back and I'm like, oh wow, Pop and Party didn't have a, a new album or a album at all. This is part of Bushiro's multimedia project, Bang Dream, which uh, you guys know if you guys been listening to me for a little bit, I'm a huge fan of right now. The album is called Pop on, Popping On. And it's a, uh, the on is like a pun for ongaku, because it's using the kanji for on. It'll be released on January 30th, and we'll have 22 tracks total on a two-disc set, with a limited edition set having a Blu-ray and a mini photo booklet. So if you guys are interested in that, please look out for it. The, they have two different covers for it, and it looks pretty unique too so if you guys want to look at the covers for that just go on our site and next up is team sachi hoko rebands as team sachi so one of the members from team sachi hoko chiyuri ito announced that she would be graduating fairly soon and they had their last graduation or the last concert for her graduation this past week team sachi hoko was like team sachi hoko was all five members so we're going to rebrand as a new team called Team Sachi. And they did it in Nagoya, which they're all from. So I'm I'm quite happy that, you know, there's they're not forgetting their former member, but moving on at the same time. Mm-hmm. They also recorded a new song called Shin Fumi no Maku Aki Dreamer, which is really good. It, the music video is on our site if you guys want to check that out also. And it talks about them not forgetting their former member, so to speak. And Luna, I think you had one piece of news that you wanted to share. Yes, so Ayaka is actually releasing a new album. It comes out November 14th. It is entitled 30 Years Old. And it's like 30 and then she is Y slash O. 
Um, it actually comes in three different editions, so you can get it with a CD only, CD plus two DVD, or CD plus Blu-ray. And I'm really excited about this because I love Ayaka. And those of you who don't know her, she's a Japanese pop singer. And she's been around since about 06. And her first single, I believe, sold 2 million copies digital download in like a week. It, I know it was a huge hit. And I followed her career for a long time. So I am extremely excited about this album. She is a very beautiful voice. And I, I've, uh, oh, it's actually two CD plus Blu-ray. And two CD plus DVD, so, which is actually a pretty good, pretty good deal on there coming that. Um, CD Japan does have it up for pre-order already, so I am extremely excited about this one. So, and uh, the CD one is her comes at twelve tracks, and then CD two actually has ten songs from our live tour that was that came out earlier this year on Blu-ray and DVD. So, and disc three has her music videos, and I'm making a video for this album. I'm fairly interested in that album. So, I'm I'm excited about it just because I love Ayaka, and I think she does really well with all her releases. So, but yeah, with that, let's move on to our indie corner. This past week, it was a a artist called Showmore. So, this is a two man pop unit formed back in 2015 and they're kind of unique because they mix neo jazz and hip-hop together and they pretty much turn both genres right on their head to make this very catchy beat with very mature themes behind their lyrics their their vocalist minami sings with all of her emotion no matter what beat that um, atsushi who is the composer gives to her there's like a bunch of songs on itunes and spotify if you guys are interested i would recommend dry ice for a more like slow and somber beat but a more upbeat melody would be the song circus which is the music video on our site currently they only have one physical single called koi washita and circus back released this past year along with several other digital singles that they released back in 2017 and 2018 of this year you can check that all out on iTunes and Spotify. They have it all there. And they also released their first album, Overnight, back in May. You can also get Overnight on Apple Music if you guys are want to check them out. And I, I listen to them as well, and Circus is a really good song. As soon as you hear that piano playing and then you start hearing all the instruments come in, I mean, it's a very fun. It sounds like a jazzy pop song, and it's really really good and minami's vocals are just absolutely gorgeous so they fit super well with that song i i'm really i really want to hear a lot more from them so yeah so i i can't wait for more stuff by them because they seem like a fairly good beat and like if you guys check out the mature themes like i said a little bit earlier it's because they kind of are fairly somber in their music <laughs> Uh, if you check out the beats or the melody that Sh- Minami's singing, like their their site has a li- has one sign that says, you know, we want to help out everyone, but everyone's just in their own despair. And I was like, oh my goodness, well, <laughs> that's uh pretty dark there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, moving on now to something that we actually did this past week. If you guys were checking out our feed, we randomly did a. Anime, anime opening 
our favorite breakdown list there. Since I wasn't able to join on, what did you think about our list, Luna, for the most part? <laughs> so I actually really liked the list. I thought we did a good variety of songs, to be honest. Um, in general, I mean, it, it's kind of like hard picking all of them. So I think we did our best doing it, although there are some I regretted cutting later on. But, you know, I I was I was kind of surprised at some of yours, but some of yours I wasn't, you know? So, I did want to ask you, though, about, there were two, there were a couple that I was not familiar with on your list, which was Shin Buddy Fight and Card Fight Vanguard. <laughs> okay, so those... Those were specifically, they're from Bushiroad, which is the company that makes um, Bang Dream. Bushiroad's original like series was Cardfight Vanguard, and that's pretty much what made them on the map. And that's a trading card game on the vein of Yu-Gi-Oh! and things like that. And Shin Buddy Fight is a another card game anime, and they just got a reboot, and it's called Shin Buddy Fight. So Poppin' Party does the opening for that one, and Rosalia does the reboot at, uh, opening for the for Cardfight Vanguard. Because Cardfight Vanguard's been around for, I want to say, close to six, seven years now. But they just rebooted it this past season, because the power creep was really bad. So they're like, yep, we're going to just reboot the entire card series. All new cards brand new anime bringing back all the old um seiyus that did the anime for the series but bushiro kind of tends to do that because they kind of don't let out any of their seiyus from their wheelhouse so to speak if you're hired by bushiro for the most part you're going to be in a lot of bushiro related anime and a lot of that is pretty funny because one of the main people in uh, cardfight vanguard she is a seiyu that does milky homes which is a pretty big pop unit and then from milky homes she went into bang dream as glitter green which is one of the side bands and it was pretty funny because milky homes pretty much was like yeah we're not gonna do milky homes anymore because we're gonna put everything on glitter green and then glitter green once that single was being announced, they were like, yeah, this is going to be our only, first and only single. So, like, pretty much everyone that was a fan of Milky Homes is pretty mad. <laughs> but, yeah, Bushiroad is a very multimedia conglomerate. So, pretty much, if you're in one anime, you're pretty much in any of their other animes. Gotcha. But what's funny is, they also own New Japan Pro Wrestling. Huh. That's so, interesting. So that's why if you guys if you guys do watch any of like the Bushiro related stuff, they do talk about wrestling every so often. And all the pro wrestling stuff, if it's in Japan, they have like Card Fight Vanguard or Buddy Fight or things like that. It's it's funny because their their current champion is Kenny Omega and he goes, Yeah, pretty much the, the only thing that makes the company money is all this idol stuff so you kind of <laughs> you kind of just accepts it but yeah if you guys want to listen to that podcast that episode for the podcast i'm gonna put a little insert right here moving on i i will take this one because uh, okay. it was on my list and i took it off my list to add 
the winner. So I, I will do this one. This is Ken. He he was the one that added this. And this is a great song. This is a great song. It is from Naruto. It is Far and Beyond by Asian Kung Fu Generation. It is the second opening. So if you're not uber familiar with your song titles, it's the second opening of the series. And yeah, the song is awesome. This, this is the mm-hmm. song that for me, like... The first song I ever heard by Asian Kung Fu Generation was Rewrite for Full Metal Alchemist. This was number two. This was the song that caused, like, I had almost no money, but I, you know, in 2006, I imported the album that this song was on because I just, I loved it so much. And it was just a six mini, it was just a six songs on the album, so it was a mini. I love the songs. Talk about guitar rip. You talk about just the chord progression and the way that the song flows like it, it's it, it if riri is one this would be two <laughs> like it just i love asian kung fu generation the song really helped contribute to my love for them and in front of in front of naruto the the the, the animation really sells the song in a lot of ways especially when they do like the bridge for the guitar and in the opening, they like they, they have the characters standing in threes, and like the, the the camera starts spinning around, and you get to see like a panoramic shot. That at the time was super hard to animate because computer animation just at that time just wasn't what it is today. So to see that was really cool. And and uh, to me, for me, whenever I'm re-listening to that song and it gets to that part. I still see the, the the camera rotating around those characters in my head. And it, to me, that's just a mark of an amazing song. And I, I will say, I, I was glad he put this song on here because it gave me a chance to talk about it. So um, Yeah, I agree. I love it. And I know it by, when I saw it, I'm like, what's far and beyond? So I typed it in and then Haruka Kanata came up. I'm like, oh, never mind. I know what song this is. Yeah. And I didn't really, I watched Naruto maybe up to the first 30 episodes and I said, eh, I don't care anymore. But I loved this song. And actually Naruto had some really, really good music. Yes, it does. And this was definitely one of them. And this is just an amazing song. So I'm super glad he put this one on here as well. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're talking about shows with like original, like even like an orchestral soundtrack that I, I just swear by, it would be Naruto and Inuyasha. Like, like those two have like in my opinion like some of the best orchestral music ever like Inuyasha as uses it out for me but Naruto's really really good mm-hmm. uh, as a whole like a stellar series with a really good music I, I completely agree and hopefully you like that little insert right there that's just a little sneak preview of our past episode for the anime episode hopefully you guys like that and we're planning to do an ending theme song pretty soon i want to say within the next month or two so please look on the lookout for that and this time i'm going to try my best to join in because it was kind of hard for you guys to just two man it for that kind of big list it was but i think we had a lot of fun you know um a lot of your the your choices i think we are pretty familiar with for the most part so Oh, there is one thing I do need to ask you guys. Why don't you guys know Welcome to NHK? <laughs> I know it. I own it. I haven't watched it. It's still on my shelf. <laughs> it's so good. I bought it a couple years ago, and it's one I, I saw 
for a really good price. I think I got seasons one and or part one and two. It's you know all twenty six episodes. I yeah. think I got it for like twenty bucks. FYE head buy one get one free. And I picked it up. I just haven't had a chance to watch it. I I am backlogged on all my anime. I buy more than I can watch. Was that the the save version? The S-E-V-E version? No. Oh. I don't have the save version. I have the original two parts that they split it up in. Oh, wow. I'll have to take a photo of it. And I want to say, I don't have the art box version, which comes with like all six volumes. That's worth a crap ton of money, apparently. But I have the version after that when Funmation was doing their two-part releases. Mm. And they released like episodes 1 through 12 and then the rest of it on another one. Um I was lucky enough to pick that up, and it's kind of like, uh, I want to say it's like a thin pack type of thing. I see. So, I'll have to send you a photo of it. It it has beautiful artwork to it, too. It's The animation's really good, so I'm really, I really do like that anime a lot. It's probably one of my favorites. Granted, it's a very depressing anime, so um, mm-hmm. just be aware of that. Yeah, I just have to be in the mood to watch something depressing, although I'm pretty sure what I'm watching now is... I don't know, it's depressing. It's not really depressing, it's just disturbing as hell. So, But I like that kind of stuff. And it's cool. It's it's October. It has to be disturbing. <laughs> so. But yeah, with that, let's move on to this week's Oricon. Speaking of anime, it's fairly anime-centric from what it looks like here. <laughs> there are some definitely, there are some definitely anime-like songs on here. And let's start with number 10. And it is Trust in Eternity by Minase Inori. So I've never heard of her until this. And I listened to it and it's very, very anime-like. I have no idea if it goes to one, but she has that voice that kind of screams, oh my god, this is probably anime. I really did like the song, though. I thought it was a really, really good song and it was really catchy. Yeah, this this song is really great. Uh, there's no bar none about it, but it's really, 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 really anime. So if you guys don't like that style of music that Japan pr- produces, then I would kind of skip this. Minase Inori is a seiyu in her own right, so that's another thing, too. Oh, I actually did not realize she was a seiyu. That probably could be why it sounds so anime, but I really, really enjoyed it. And there's some so many talented seiyus, so... She's definitely one of them. <laughs> but yeah, that sold a lovely 12,286 copies. And going on up to number 9. <laughs> it is Idol Master's Cinderella Girl, Starlight Master 22. And this is sung by one of our favorite seiyus, which we'll get to in a moment here. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is actually pretty good. Um, the, I could calm down the beat just a bit, but the song was really good surprisingly i agree i actually really liked it and i was super surprised when i heard when i heard it i'm like oh this is really really good i think the seiyu's voices were amazing um and i do agree the beat was a little high energy but it was definitely more toned down than a lot of the usual idol master and it sold a lovely 13,379 copies. Ooh, wow. It only beat out number 8 by 300 copies, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And going yeah. up to number 8, it is Log Out by hashtag. Yeah, hashtag. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag. Yep. They are a Nagoya-based 
um, boy group, and this was pretty good. I, I, it I was. was I liked it. I, I want to hear more from it, but all I could find was the commercial. Yeah. I mean, I really liked it. it. Unfortunately, we could only find the 30-second version of it. Don't have enough money to go out and buy it yet. Just yet. But from what it sounds mm-hmm. like, it sounds really good. And I'll definitely keep them on my radar for just for a bit. It sold a lovely 13,700 copies. And going on up to number 7, it is useful, Youthful Beautiful by Uchida Maya. Oh baby, Uchida Maya is one of my favorite seiyus. And she was the seiyu that actually sung this past week's Idol Master group. So she kind of doubled down on the whole, uh, I'm going to be on the Oregon this week. <laughs> and this was a really good song. I loved this. I thought it was beautiful. Just like the title. Oh, yeah. And it's currently being used as the ending theme for SSSS Gridman, which I'm pretty sure is an anime she's in because she doesn't do songs for animes she's not in. Let me just look that up real fast. And it is streaming on Funmation, if I'm correct, because Funmation got the rights to it. Uh And Crunchyroll, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, Crunchyroll or Foundation, although their contract ended, so we'll see where that one ends up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're. Gray is kind of freaking out right now because now that uh, Funimation's contract ended with Crunchyroll, we don't know where My Hero's going to be ending up. It could be with Sony. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. There's a lot of shows that are up in the, that are going to be up in the air with that. Who knows? Oh, but this was a really good song i really liked it and i heard the the show that that this is for is decent i'll have to check it out ironically she's not in this anime really so that's usually a first because she really does only anime that um the songs for animes that she's in yeah it's a really good song i would highly recommend it i bought it this is my number two song of the week and it sold a lovely 15,129 copies. And going on up to number 6, it's someone who is a fairly good pillar in the music industry. And it's Takede Uchi... Take Uchi... Maria... Take Uchi Maria? Yes. With Chisai Onegai and Ima no Ikite Yo seize the day and i really like the song i really like this the singer she's done a lot of songs that i actually really like and i wanted to listen to it but i could only find like a trailer for the movie that it's for and i was really disappointed because her vocals sounded beautiful and i also like some of her previous works as well yeah yeah this this is being used for a lot of things it's being used for a movie it's being used, uh, the B-side song is being used for Andrama. Yeah, I really do like it. If you guys do have the chance, go pick it up because she is a wonderful artist. Uh, Maria Takeuchi is such a good artist. I would highly, highly recommend that you get it. And she, this one sold a lovely 16,431 copies. And going on up, it is number five with Indian Dreamer. I believe that's what we decided I think it, to. it sounds like it's Indian. It sounds like Indian Dreamer. I, I believe that's what we uh, decided in, to call this. In the ten... Do, do, I know it's Dorima. Yeah. Do ten, do ten, Dorima. Yeah. yeah, we'll just leave it as Indian Dreamer for now. And uh, 
by Mia Wakekun. And this one is really weird because he is he is a YouTuber and Twitter more famous person in his own right. And he got really famous by doing covers of songs. This is his first real song, I guess. So it's really interesting there. And I want to say this is my number one song for the week. I absolutely love the song so much it is amazing like it caught me from the first part of that as soon as that music video came on i'm like i love this song so i really want to check out some of his other works now yeah like his covers are really good so i definitely recommend that you just go on his youtube and kind of pimp that out for a bit I already started doing that after I watched this. I started watching more of his videos afterward. (laughs) (laughs) And it's being used for ending theme for, I guess, a drama, it looks like. It sold a wonderful 17,155 copies. And going on up to number four, it is Memorial by King and Prince. We talked uh, so much about this last week. Can't really give much more. Really do still love the song very, very much. Mm-hmm. I agree. And we're very happy that they're still on here because we get to talk about them just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But this this week it sold a lovely 23,604 copies. And going on up, it is the new Korean flavor of the week, Rains, with their song Niji, or Rainbow. So it was a good song. It was good, but I feel like it's also your t- typical kind of Korean song that makes the charts. Yeah. And it's funny. So we're we're talking about there was that Produce 48 show. Like, I guess I think they're still going on with it. I'm not too sure. I haven't been keeping up with watching that all too well. But are there a group that was originally from Produce 101? I thought that was fairly hmm. interesting. But yeah, this is, is this is your run-of-the-mill random korean song turned into a japanese song i mean yeah it was good it just i just feel like it's your generic korean song i mean they have really good vocals oh yeah but but i can't really say too much more as i feel like you know it's a song i've i've similarly heard in the past but yeah it this week it sold a wonderful twenty four thousand nine hundred and twenty copies and going on up to number two, it is Equal Love with Want You, Want You. I don't, I don't know what to say more about this. Equal Love is is a fairly high energetic group. but So there were certain aspects of the song I liked, but it really depended on which member was singing. Oh. Because I liked some of the chorus, but I didn't like the verses. Mm. So there, but it was a very high energy song. When I first started listening to it, like I hated the first part of the song, but as it got more into it, I'm like, okay, I do like the chorus, but it is super high energy. And I feel like I also have to be in the mood for something like that. Yeah. I, I mean, you don't want to listen to this thing first thing in the morning when you're waking up, I'll tell you that much, but yeah, I, I felt fairly similar. There was p- aspects of the songs that I did like. There was parts that I did like, but there were other parts that I was just like, mm, I'm not in the mood for this, so to speak. Yep, I, I completely agree with you. That's how I felt about that. Just I was going back and forth as I was listening to the song. I couldn't decide if I liked it or I didn't. <laughs> and, you know, Equal Love is a fairly high energetic group 
in general, and that's why the fans really like them. I, I kind of want to see what they do with a like a just a slower melody song, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, it sold a wonderful 80,555 uh, copies. And let's just say this much. The, everything in the top 10 combined did not even scratch the surface of what number one sold. Yep. But we kind of know why because this is a very special, very, very special album or single. And it is... Bokudate Naichaoyo by NMB48. This is a really good song, honestly. I, I actually I, really, really liked this song. I did too. I really liked it as well. I thought it was really, really good. And it's sad because, you know, this is Yamamoto Sayaka's last album with the NMB. But, you know, she's not stepping away from the music industry. She's just, you know, wants to create her own path. Which is fine because, you know, she's been doing the solo stuff for a while now. And they put a lot of uh, one of their her sol- solo songs on this single. So if you guys do have a chance, go and, go and get it. But this is a very emotional single. The music video is really good because it, it brought mm-hmm. on, as we reported earlier all the current members of NMB48 for this music video. So, it's really good in that regard because this is pretty much her her swan song to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. And you can see that in a music video too, especially at the end of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, it it sold very well. I'm peeking over at the albums just a little bit, and it it blew everything out from the album side also. So, and it sold a very very bombastic two hundred thirty eight thousand two hundred and sixty nine copies. What a way to say goodbye to her forty eight career. But, but yeah, um. If you want to, let's go peek over to the albums real fast and kind of just look at that real fast. Let's see here. There's the Starlight Review, which I'm a huge fan of, which is another Bushy Road stuff. And Mr. Children took number one. Mr. Children. I'm not really surprised. It stayed at number one, so last week it sold fairly well i want to say if it's mr children close to eighty thousand, i want to say 80 to a hundred thousand mm-hmm. because they've been in the music industry for a while now and twice is still on there too yeah yeah either they came back or they're still on there which i'm kind of surprised well maybe they just wanted something different because of um <laughs> rains is uh is very phoned-in attempt, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with the NMB stuff, well, I forgot to mention this, but AKB also dropped their music video for their newest single, and I think it's called... Um, what was it No called? Way Man. No Way Man. Uh, it was like a rejection-looking song. <laughs> it's called No Way Man. <sighs> so, the song is good. The song's all right. It's 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 a song that I've. It let's just be frank. It's a song that I actually liked in a long while, 
since I got back into them, so to speak. But the music videos. <laughs> oh, a boy. Mess. It's a I hot mess. I can't watch the. Yeah. It's a hot mess. It's Let's just put mess. it that way. It's, it's a hot mess. I can't watch it either. There's there's so much things that are going on and I can't it's it's brain capacity overload there. I can't even. I agree with you on that. I I just couldn't watch it and I had to go do something else while I was listening to the song and listening to it. It's it's actually decent, but it's the video that makes you want to cringe. Yeah, it's like, oh my goodness, because they're doing a bunch of dancing, and it's fairly dance-centric. And, you know, don't get me wrong, the dancing stuff can be good, but unfortunately, the girls that they used for this this, this Senbatsu is no, no knack on them, but it isn't good for this dancing style. I guess they really try to be like Kiyakizaka, but Kiyakizaka has is a much better unit for this compared to AKB at this point now. Mm-hmm. Which is sad because at one point AKB was the pillar for this kind of things, but I don't I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, man. But yeah, you know, with that, well, this week is a fairly, fairly short episode, I want to say. We, we kind of capped everything off within 45 minutes or so. <laughs> if you want to listen to more stuff by us, go check out the anime episode, definitely, because it's stuff that we want to do on the side, more projects that we are planning out. Eventually, I want to do a drama one and a movie one, too, and I think that'd be a little bit more exciting. That would be fun, because I can think of some great movie themes that I absolutely love, and same with dramas as well. Oh, there was one thing that I totally forgot to put. So, you know, when we were doing our anime opening Mm -hmm. stuff, I didn't know if movies were off-limits. That's why I kind of tested the feel with the Evangelion song. I, I mean, technically, no. I... I don't know. I, I didn't think of that either. Because if not, then Actually. we should have put Zen Zen Zen. The, the um, Kimi no Namai song. Oh, that's true. I didn't think of that. Because that's a really good song. That's a really good song. It's a really great song. But yeah, I, I guess because you guys weren't talking about the movies all too much. Yeah, and I didn't think of that. And, and I guess... I, I kind of forgot Death and Rebirth is kind of a movie in a way for Evangelion, but I yeah. it, but it's more related to a TV show, so I guess that's why I considered it counting, maybe. Because while well, Kimino Nawa is just a solid movie, it's not related to any franchise. Yeah. Or else we could have included such as, like, some from Tonani no Totoro or Spirited Away. Yeah. You know, ones that are strictly movies. Versus, you know, at least that was more of a spinoff of a TV show. So I could see doing a separate for live action movies and one for anime movies because there's a lot of good just anime movies that have no relation to a TV show that have great music to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's that's if you guys do want to hear something like that, please let us know because then it gives us the urge to, you know, think of think of these kind of things and to put more thought into one of our um 
one of these kind of lists because um eventually we're going to make an article for this and uh, our top five instead of ten and we're going to be ranking those so please stay tuned for that for our listing on that on the site but yeah you can follow the the podcast on ongaku to you on twitter and instagram where we put up all the things that we're listening to mostly you luna though i have to get on that because i've been meaning to put the the ink uh, album on on the instagram just to kind of yeah. instagram yeah. i kind of fell off of that for a couple days but i started watching some japanese concerts last night when i couldn't sleep so you guys can look forward to that one of them might be a very obscure one i'm gonna put up but very yeah. obscure you can follow us on twitter and instagram at ongaku to you you can follow the site at ongaku to you.com where you can check up all our indie corner stuff go right ahead and do that if you guys do like that i'm that's probably one of our popular things so i'm pretty sure you guys do like that but also if you want to follow me at on twitter it's otyken1 it's mostly me just complaining about bang dream and games in general and if you want to hear me talk about games you can listen to me on podasaurus which is a podcast headed by our two affiliates koryu hunter and timbertav if you guys want to know more about our affiliates, Koryu Hunter is a Japanese Twitch streamer, and he's streaming all the lovely, lovely horror games right now. He's being known as that now, which is pretty funny because originally he was like, "Oh, I'm going to do Pokemon and things like that," but now it's just straight up horror. But horror games are awesome to watch. <laughs> yeah, so he's eagerly anticipating the Resident Evil 2 remake coming out in January. So look forward. That'll to be that. exciting. And then our other affiliate, TimberTaff, he is a Twitch streamer in his own right. He's currently streaming Dark Souls. Um, I believe he's uh, just about finishing up, Twi- not Twilight Princess, um, Breath of the Wild, which is the new Zelda game. Well, old now. It's a year and a half old. And Octopath Traveler, he's going through that right now. And he's also a singer in his own right, doing lovely things. Like he did a cover of Devil My devil man crybaby i believe that's what that anime is called Mm -hmm. he did a cover of the opening for that in english so check that out on his youtube channel and if you guys want to check them out on twitch it's twitch.tv slash koryu hunter k-y-o-r-y-u-h-u-n-t-e-r and twitch.tv slash timbertaf t-i-m-b-e-r-t-a-f-t and you can also follow us on Twitch if you guys want to. I have it. <laughs> I've been dropping the ball so hard on that. <laughs> it is twitch.tv slash ongakutu o n g a k u y o u t o y o u. So same as the show. So if you guys want to watch me freak out at Yakuza Zero or Yakuza in general, then go right ahead. But yeah, if you guys want to let us know how we're doing. L- Contact us at ongakutuyu at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the show. I want to say thank you very much for joining us this episode of Ongaku to You. I'm your host, Ken, saying sign it off and have a great day. Mahalos. This is Luna, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. 
look forward to next week. This is Luna signing off.